This is episode 53 with Marika Schwartz. Hello, and welcome to the Love Yourself to Happiness show. We are your hosts, Maya and Michaela, and we are lifestyle strategists for moms. We absolutely love helping moms just like you to uplevel your lifestyle, mindset, career, and relationships, and helping you to fill your cup up so that you can be the best version of yourself and achieve anything that you want. Think of this podcast as your personal development tool where each week you'll get an infusion of tips, resources, and methods from our favorite leading experts that will inspire you to harmonize motherhood and become an empowered woman. All this information is free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. We also want to invite you to join our free private Facebook group called Energized Mama Tribe. We are also offering a free masterclass, five steps to get 10 or more hours of purposeful time to harmonize motherhood and your personal identity. Lastly, we're offering free breakthrough calls with us to help implement the tools we teach you in the class. You can find all this information by visiting mayaandmichaela.com. So grab a cup of tea or coffee Sit back and welcome to Love Yourself to Happiness show. Starting to sing at age three, Marika Schwartz went on to get a degree in classical vocal performance. She performed a bit, but mostly taught. She loved helping people tap into their voice and hear it become the best it could be. Growing up, Marika was the eldest of four kids, including one with special needs. And in a family that large, it's easy for your voice to get overlooked. Add in difficult life situations and trauma, and it's easy to learn to put aside your dreams for others, hide your true self, and change your voice to suit the needs of others. Over the years, Marika began to reconnect with her voice on multiple levels. With her inner voice, with her spirituality, and in how she expresses herself to the world. The past few years since becoming a mother has increased that exponentially. Marika became more connected to her intuition and has gained tools to help others connect with their voices. Marika's passion is twofold. First, to help people connect to themselves by practicing self-care so they can express their innate creativity in whatever form it may be. And secondly, to help people connect to their physical and inner voices through singing, energy work, and intuitive guidance. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, we have Marika Schwartz with us. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. So to get started, we would love to hear the story of how you got to do the work that you do. Um, It's kind of a funny story, actually, because at the very beginning of this year, I had just launched um, a totally unrelated business. Um, And I, my background is in voice teaching. And I was also feeling called to learn energy healing. And my spirituality was expanding um, a lot during this time. But I had already started the process of launching my other business before that. But then it just wasn't feeling right. And it um, it wasn't turning out the way that I had envisioned it. And so basically three months after officially launching it or after the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm done. (laughs) 
and started switching gears um, into formulating uh, this new blend of modalities that I created that I call Free Your Voice Sessions. And it incorporated all of the things that I was really passionate about. Um, it incorporated voice work, which, you know, I have been singing basically since I could talk. So that's a huge part of, of how I show up in the world and how I express myself. And then uh, on, in addition to that, adding in my spirituality and especially the uh, expansion of that. So what I do is I use voice work, energy healing, and intuitive work to help people um, release anything that might be blocking them from expressing their true voice and in a very empowering way. So they're doing the work. They're doing the singing. It's not healing that's completely done to them. They're, I'm helping create like a pathway for them to be able to use their voice. And even if somebody, you know, is a, an artist, a, a visual artist or a writer, this type of work can help anyone because when you free up your physical voice and free up that energy, then you, feel, you free up the energy um, on a creative and energetic level besides just physically. So that's kind of, that's what I do <laughs> or the core of what I do. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, so let's go ahead and dive right into the, um, free your voice sessions. So mm -hmm. do you want to talk to us a little bit about how that works? Yeah. So what I do is, um, and I do this in person or virtually I'm in the LA area, but basically I start with a mini Reiki session. So the whole thing is about an hour. Um, I start with Reiki to help uh, clear and align the chakras. So you kind of can start from a really relaxed and um, aligned space energetically. And then um, oftentimes things will come up intuitively either while I'm doing the Reiki or kind of in between. And then I do voice work. And for people who don't have a singing background or who haven't really sung very much, I will focus on breathing exercises uh, for people who, for instance, want to um, feel more comfortable doing Facebook Lives or, um, you know, or expressing themselves with other people, I'll do some vo vocal exercises that they can use both to ground themselves um, and also to uh, kind of get their voice going and warm it up, um, both physically and energetically. And then um, for people who do want to pursue singing, I go more in depth and we work on like freeing up the voice in more fine tuned kind of ways. So that's essentially how it works. Um, yeah, that's basically it. I love it. I, um, I've always had a difficult time communicating. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a social person, but communicating, like you said, your truth and your true feelings, um, perhaps, because of some childhood stuff, you know, we've been shut down, told, you know, kids don't know and things like that. So anyway, and, and I am conscious of, um, you know, opening up my like throat chakra, um, uh -huh. but it's still, it's a process, you know, and um, would you be able to give us an example on how to maybe 
warm up or to unblock or is there a certain sound that you start with um with a person let's say you're you're you know you have to have an important conversation with Mm -hmm. someone is there a practice that you do beforehand or let's say you're giving a speech you know and you're a little nervous but you want to share that you know a message but you don't want to get choked up yeah yeah there's a couple different things and it kind of depends a little bit on the energy of the person but one thing that I always start with is the breath because a lot of times when we get nervous, our breathing tends to be really high in our bodies. When you're, when you're using your voice, you're actually using your whole body, like the whole chakra system, if you're familiar with that. So you use your pelvic floor, your abdominal muscles. So all of those lower parts of your body to, uh, to, push the air out of your body so that you, so that the sound works. So that's kind of the core part of it. So people, a lot of people don't realize that you actually use your whole torso <laughs> when yeah. you are speaking and singing, especially. Um, so, and, and some people don't do that and don't realize that they can. So that's always where I start. So one way that you can, uh, one thing that you can do, especially if you're feeling nerves before a speaking event or you know before even maybe a to difficult conversation is you can um, feel your feet and if you're sitting down you can also kind of feel um, the base of your spine really connecting to the ground um, connecting into the earth I like to imagine tree roots going down into the earth and just take a nice deep breath and let the breath, rather than thinking of the breath going up and out, think of it um, as breathing in to the lower belly. And then when you breathe out, think of the air going down your legs and into the earth. Mm. It helps. Yeah. It helps you get really nice and grounded. Mm-hmm. And it can also take any nervous energy that's kind of floating around you and bring it in and center it into your body so you can harness all of that energy and not leak it out. <laughs> so cool. I felt that. I just did a little bit of right. that. Yeah. yeah, I know I know I've done a few guided meditations that that were kind of chakra or grounding based mm-hmm. and that that's been one of the the um the connection is to like imagine whether it's roots or yeah, you know, it's a very common one. or whatever, whatever um, it is, but it definitely, it definitely helps. Um, so when you have a session with someone, do they, do they go into it with a certain intention on, on what they want to work on? Or is it like mm-hmm. they don't really know what's going to come up or how does that all work? Most people have some idea of an intention. They're usually drawn to my work because of either, um, insecurity about their voice, um, oftentimes from something that happened in childhood or, you know, experiences that they've had where their voice has been shut down or they've been told that they don't have a good voice. Um, or people who feel like they struggle expressing themselves, that tends to be the kind of person that's attracted to me. And so that in and of itself creates an intention like, okay, I want to I want to be able to express myself more fully or um, I, I want to uh, 
be able to sing better or speak more clearly. Um, so th those are the types of intentions that most people have when they come to me. Right. And so does the, does that work? Cause I know you talk a lot about, um, you know, the, the idea behind it is to connect to your inner voice. So, mm -hmm. so how does, can you explain a little bit about how, how it helps to connect to the inner voice? And then as far as the process of it, is it something that can shift in a matter of one session or is it more of like a longer process? Yeah, it really, that's a good question. Um, it really depends on the person. Um, there can be some definite tools um, and, and freedom from one session. Um, but I think as everybody knows, when you don't practice something as regularly or have that accountability, that sometimes that those things that happen in that safe container don't necessarily continue it's very similar to like voice lessons or music lessons in that regard. However, this type of work is, you don't necessarily need to do it as regularly as a music lesson. Um, I, I think of it as kind of like if, if somebody's intention is to, you know, be able to sing better or something like that, this is kind of a, a supplementary work to, you know, to that. And as far as the people who come who want to be freed a bit more energetically, uh, they, it really depends, again, on the person, um, what types of things need to be freed up. So in a first session, usually, you know, people will go from feeling, you know, a bit uncomfortable with their voice, a bit insecure. Um, and then by the end of that first session, they can feel more freedom physically, and that translates to mm -hmm. their inner voice as well. Um, and I've, I have one client who um, isn't a singer. Uh, she sings a little bit just for fun, but her purpose is to be able to uh, to be able to express herself. And she, um, she is an entrepreneur and she also has a full-time job. And she really noticed a difference after just one session, even that she was able to, um, to speak from a deeper place within herself, both, both physically and energetically. And she's continued on um, just to kind of keep that momentum going um, but it really depends on the intention of the person, whether they would need, whether they would want to do just one or whether they would want to do regular ones. So there's, I keep that flexible. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so from reading your bio, the other thing that you really focus on is what you call radical self-care. Can you talk a little mm -hmm. bit more about that? Yeah. I, I think that the two things kind of go very hand in hand because a lot of times, um, those of us who are caregivers, parents, um, and I think many times moms especially, we have this tendency to push ourselves to the side and, um, and focus on serving others. You know, even as entrepreneurs, um, 
and business owners too, that we can have this tendency to put ourselves to the side. And I feel that in order to really free up our voices, we also need to practice radical self-care in a way that we are honoring ourselves, our spirituality, our creativity, um, in addition to all of the physical aspects of self-care, like, you know, regular hygiene and sleep and (laughs) exercise and those kinds of things. And that um, when we, when we view everything holistically, that we are able to care for ourselves on a deeper level. And I think a huge part of that is also grace for ourselves um, in the whole process. So that, yeah, that is something that is very important to me and something I work on in my own life too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it goes hand in hand. I mean, when you work with a client and especially if you're doing any energetic or spiritual work, Mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm not taking care of myself properly, like you're doing it half-assed because you don't really exactly. feel the best, right? And so you almost want to feel good um, to be able to absorb the information fully, you know? Yes. Yeah, definitely. And it's, again, like we always talk about, it's the basic things. It's getting enough water, getting yeah. sleep. you know, um, I was talking to Maya earlier and I have to revamp my morning routine because it's been almost like a little chaotic and I've just kind of been going through the motions and that doesn't feel good because I still do other work outside of that and it Mm -hmm. just doesn't feel as complete, you know, so you can always work on those, those basic things as well. So do you have a, um, a success story with a client, um, that you could share with us? Um, well, I'm relatively new. Uh, so I think the, the client that I was talking about, or yeah, the client that I was talking about earlier, um, she's probably my best, uh, success story at this point in time. I've, I opened this business two, two months ago. Um, but obviously I've been doing a lot of this work beforehand, just not together. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, seeing her progression, um, she has not only, she had some huge revelations after I think even just the second session of areas where she uh, was not showing up in the way that she wanted to. And that the work that we were doing together had kind of created the pathway for her to realize that. And then uh, she's also been going through some health challenges as well. And so being able to support both the health challenges and her work of showing up in the world um, has been really beautiful to see how she's really embraced um, releasing her voice on a on a deeper level and being able to show up consistently and also to take care of herself first and foremost and recognize like where she needs to find balance between the work that she's doing and ensuring that she's taking care of herself so that she can show up and be there and express herself in the world. Right. Right. Yeah. So do you have any other tips, um, 
to connect to your inner voice besides the little, um, you know, the lesson to oh. feel feet and ground, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe be more aware of your chakras and your whole system that communicates. Um, you know, let's dig a little bit deeper on like what, what are sure. some practices that we can do today, um, you know, to, to see how this can shift, you know, in our lives. Yeah. So there are, I can kind of continue the exercise a little bit. Um, there's to actually use the voice a little bit. So, and this is something that you can do actually as part of a morning practice to warm up your voice and set your voice in a healthy place. Because what a lot of people also don't realize is that many people, even just speaking throughout their day, speak uh, in a way that is not healthy. And particularly women or people who have higher voices, they will speak in a way where their voice kind of crackles because it's right at the bottom of their range instead of uh, kind of in the healthy middle. So one thing that you can do to kind of incorporate into a self-care practice, especially if you speak a lot throughout the day, is a little warm-up. And I, I like to start going from the bottom up. And essentially the way that it works is you're starting from the lowest comfortable note that you can sing and then go through the range of your voice all the way up to the highest that you can comfortably sing. And then try to go a little lower, try to go a little higher. Um, and you do it on uh, the word boom, like B-O-O-M, mm-hmm. just to kind of give a little starting and ending place. So it sounds like this, and hopefully the, this microphone will work well enough. <laughs> um, so it starts like this. And you want to take a nice deep breath first, too. And then you do that a few times, and then you can also do it on the, the opposite way. And the key is to really feel all of the notes and really feel into all of them as you're going up and then going down, which I'm going to do next. And so going down, you can use the same thing. And so if you're somebody who needs to feel grounded, the top down one is really good. You can even imagine it going, the sound um, kind of traveling down through your chakras. And then if you're somebody who tends to speak on a lower place in your voice, needs to set it a little higher, um, going up again at the end uh, is a good choice because that will help set your voice in a more comfortable place to Mm. speak. Cool. And so yeah. what does that do energetically or, you know, when you do do that in the morning, it, it mm-hmm. changes your tone or? So physically it helps warm up your voice and, and set your voice in a more comfortable place. So let's say you wake up and you're like, I'm talking like this and I'm tired and blah. You know, you have that, that like bottom out kind of feeling in your voice. When you do this, it kind of, it gets you in touch with the, the whole range. You, in order to do it smoothly, you have to engage your um, breath support really well. So you're using your breath um, and you're engaging, waking up all of those breath support muscles that help you support your voice. 
Um, and it kind of just gets you in touch with everything. And you have to engage kind of your whole body in order mm -hmm. to do it well. So it helps wake everything up physically. And I think that the energetic kind of automatically follows that. Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're being really mindful of how you do it, that it helps wake everything up a little bit energetically as well. Um, cause your, your voice is your body. It's part of yourself and part of, you know, your body is your instrument and, mm -hmm. you know, your way of communicating. And so doing that, just a quick little thing in the morning, um, you, if you try it out, you may, you may feel that you're speaking at a higher place or that you're speaking with a little bit more power. Uh, and so you can play around with it and see how that feels and play around with starting a little lower, going a little higher, and just kind of notice what happens in your voice. There might be one spot, it's called the passaggio in classical voice, where your voice kind of flips a little bit like it might feel like it skips a note and that's totally fine that's just a natural part of your voice um trained singers know how to go through that but um yeah so that's basically that's it it just helps kind of set your voice in a comfortable place super awesome wow i've yeah. never I love that. And would you, how about chanting in the morning? That's pretty, that's, that can have a similar effect probably as well mm -hmm. with an intention and just waking up your energy body and your voice, right? Yeah. I think whatever kind of practice you have, I personally don't um, use chanting as part of my practice, but I will um, sometimes also just to set my speaking voice. I'll, once I do that exercise, I'll just say a, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> just to kind of, or, you know, you can say vowels or whatever you want, but it just sort of helps set your voice in that nice, comfortable place. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but, you know, if, if chanting or mantras or affirmations are part of your practice, you can do this beforehand and then do your mantras um, or chanting and see, you know, how that, feels for you and how um if you notice a difference in where in your body and where and whether the energy has changed okay um by connecting to your whole voice awesome so interesting try. it's so funny because I, the the whole voice part is so out of my comfort zone you know like i'll sing along to the radio but like I was the kid in choir class that when it came, when it came to be my <laughs> turn to sing by myself, I like outright refused. <laughs> <laughs> I was one stubborn kid, but yeah, it's so funny because it, it, I can see the connection, but it's totally mm -hmm. outside my comfort zone. Yeah. Well, and that's actually one reason why I really like doing my work this way instead of traditional voice lessons is because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your voice does because it's yours and I will help I help my clients you know find more efficient and more um, clear ways of using their voice but I don't use a piano at all I don't use specific pitches I'm not picky about that um, doing this kind of work because 
it's all about freeing up your own voice and not making it fit into a box. Mm. And that's when you do traditional voice lessons, you know, that's what you're doing. You're fitting your voice into a box rather than connecting to your own voice and the qualities that your own voice has um, and being able to embrace that. So that's why I really like doing this kind of work because it doesn't, I can throw all of those rules and all of those expectations out the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Thank you. Yeah. So you're welcome. Can you, do you have any books that you can recommend to us and our listeners? Um, this might be one that a lot of people have heard about already. Um, but women who run with the wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Um, the subtitle is Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype. And, and I think that part, a large part of radical self-care and, um, and learning to express our voices comes, with, comes along with getting in touch with our wild selves and our primal selves. And her, the stories in her book are fantastic. Um, she talks about stories from cultures around the world and the archetypes within them about wild women and, and setting ourselves free from so many of the things that uh, keep us kind of domesticated and keep us, um, you know, in that box of what it means to be uh, a woman or you know, a femininity and all of that kind of stuff, like that you can kind of break out of that box and just be who you are. Um, so I think that's a very powerful book in that regard. And then um, along with that, with my own work, um, my own inner work, uh, part of that has been dismantling a lot of things within myself, both my own, um, my own shadow, you know, the, the, the pain points, the limiting beliefs and things like that, that we all have. Mm -hmm. and, and a large part of that in my journey recently has been doing um, anti-racism work and, uh, and dismantling the um, white supremacy and, and privilege and all of that within myself. And so one book that I've um, been reading lately that is really speaking to me is called Antagonists, Advocates and Allies by Catrice M. Jackson. And um, she speaks very, she is somebody who really speaks her truth clearly and unapolog unapologetically. And um, her book has been very powerful so far. And for any white women who want to learn to become allies. Her book is invaluable. I highly recommend it. That is awesome. And that kind of goes with your, your mission, your mission statements mm -hmm. to connect, right? Because yes. we're all connected and that's such a big part of it. Um, you know, to not feel divided. Um, and yeah. Especially in these times, we have a lot of work to do still, but it's, it all starts yes. with, with each one of us and shifting mm -hmm. our beliefs and, and doing the work. So thank you. Yeah, I was welcome. just wondering, you also do, you're launching a 
self-care program, which is launching in September. So Mm -hmm. I'm interested to know if, you know, if you could share with us some of your favorite self-care practices that are your non-negotiables. Let's see. So for self-care, I have to, I do something spiritual every day. I'm a homeschool mom and I'm still um, settling into some of my own routines, but whether it's in the morning or in the evening, I always um, connect spiritually in some form or another. Sometimes it's um, reading a book. Sometimes it's um, going into my own Akashic records and connecting um, with God, with spirit. Um, And, you know, sometimes it's journaling and doing some, uh, shadow work to help process, you know, uh, the inner work that I'm doing. Um, and then, yeah, I always make sure I have some time to myself, no matter how sideways a day goes. (laughs) Um, and then I am working also on health practices as well. So, I'm always ensuring that I get protein with every meal so that I have energy and that I am, you know, uh, we get, we get a veggie box to encourage me to eat more fruits and veggies and make sure that I'm incorporating all of that. So I'm really working on the habits, but more than anything, I give myself grace with all of that because I think so many times we can get stuck in the idea of like, okay, this is my intention and I have to do this and this and this. And then we end up stressing ourselves out. So I focus on habit building and giving myself grace in the process so that if I do have a bad day and like a bunch of my habits kind of go wonky, that it's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. And, and just to really um, be in the present moment and, pay attention to what my body is telling me, what my spirit is telling me and tuning in um, spiritually. And so I, I'm pretty go with the flow in a lot of ways, but those are kind of my like non-negotiables, I would say. Yeah. Those, those are very important. It's so Mm -hmm. important to connect with, you know, with your, inner guide and spirituality or whatever you want to call it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think part of my self care work and what I'm creating is, is that we go through cycles in our lives where certain self care practices are going to take priority over others, or we're going to be in a different part of the self care habit creation cycle. So Mm -hmm. sometimes we're going to be in a place where, you know, it's survival, (laughs) survival mode. And there are other times where we have more energy to give to habit building. And then other periods of time where we're going to be, you know, in a, in a stage of solidifying the habits that we've created and just kind of um, really integrating those so that they they become natural habits. Yeah. So that's kind of the core part and that giving ourselves grace in the process is, is key because otherwise you know, we're just creating all those stress hormones and that doesn't do anybody good. (laughs) It's so important. Or you feel the signals definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people struggle with the whole self-care thing because 
they put all that pressure on themselves and then exactly whatever they say that they're going to do a morning routine and this is what it's going to look like. And then they miss one day and then they totally beat themselves up and quit. And like, then it's pointless. So yeah, you have to totally go with it. You know, like if you have a sick kid, you just let it go. Yeah. Back to my morning routine next week. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Because it's more important right now to take care of your kid and to take care of yourself by not putting that pressure on yourself. So exactly. And I love how you put it, you know, doing it with grace. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. So to conclude, we would love to hear from you about three things that you're grateful for. I am incredibly grateful to be able to do so many things that I'm passionate about right now. Um, Like starting the homeschooling journey with my daughter. She's four and a half. Um, and being able to be home with her is, I'm incredibly grateful for that, especially in a high cost of living area. (laughs) Um, and then to be able to do work and get paid doing something that I absolutely love and that I'm really passionate about that incorporates like all of the, I feel like it incorporates all of who I am and being able to show up in the world you know supporting other people and um and doing that with with a sense of power and presence behind um my purpose and really being able to help people in that way uh it's i'm really grateful for that um and something that I've been working on lately is, is really being present. And I find that there is so much gratitude for everything just by being in the present moment as much as possible. You know, I enjoy like, you know, seeing the sky outside and, you know, looking at the flowers and you know all those different things just because I'm enjoying the present moment and not thinking about all the different things that are happening and I feel like there's so much more freedom and creativity that comes from being present and so it's made me grateful for so many things just to be cultivating that practice and um and being able to tune into myself more and so I'm really grateful that I was encouraged to, to do that and, and see how that has, um, brought so much more joy into my own life. So that's something I'm really grateful for. Yeah. I I also love practicing being present. Um, Mm -hmm. it just makes things that are in our head a lot less scary and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't get as attached to things and you realize like what truly matters is all around you. And, you know, life is pretty great for the most part, you know, we're very fortunate to live where we live, to have the freedom, you know, we can walk outside of our home safely. We could walk to, you know, go to stores, drive, like there's just so much gratitude in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that cultivating that even within, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. And, and that can be so overwhelming, especially if you're an empath um, in any capacity, (laughs) you know, and, and that especially as um, parents that we can really, we really 
are touched especially by what's happening with immigrant families. And by being present in the present moment, I think when we even see the things that are challenging and difficult in the world, we can make a choice in that moment to either let it overwhelm us or do something about it. And so there's power even in um, approaching the things that are difficult in the world. So, you know, when we feel touched, it's like, okay, what can I do about that? Do I need to call a representative right now? Do I need, you know, to um, put some of that energy that I'm feeling out into the world for good? Or do I just let it overwhelm me? And so we have that choice. And I think that's very empowering. And we can use that to create more good in the world as well. And that we can use the privilege that we do have as people who live in, you know, in, a, in places that are safe or relatively safe, at least for us, and that we, can, um, that we can use the different elements of our privilege for good. And so when we're, when we're grateful for what we have, then we can, we can use that to the benefit of others and to lift people up. Absolutely. Because you're changing the energy, the vibration of how, mm-hmm. how your world is. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Oh, love talking to you. You're so, <laughs> you're so amazing. And I love the work that you do with the voice and connecting. Thank you. To your voice. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for everyone tuning in and listening to this week's episode. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Love Yourself to Happiness show. If you like what you heard and you're interested to see if you're a fit to work with us, here is what to do next. Head over to mayaandmikayla.com forward slash apply. That's mayaandmikayla.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak with our team. We will get you on a call for about 45 minutes and we will work with you to craft a step-by-step game plan to up-level your lifestyle, mindset, career, and relationships and help you fill your cup so that you can be the best version of yourself. And we will get you clarity on three things. Number one, we will help you see what mindset shifts need to be made in your life. Number two, you will learn how to create a schedule so that your schedule can support your goals. And three, how to take action, take your life to the next level and thrive. We look forward to talking to you soon.